Just fucking garbage. Just look at those fucking rocks. Welcome back, everyone, to episode 59 of The Sweet Peaceful. I'm your host, Kelton Burns. Today, I am joined by the sweet and salty Alex Curtis. Ah, Hello, my sweet peas, and welcome back to episode 59. 59. And once again, we're joined by the sour and savory Kyle Anderson. Yeah, I'm not 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 so sure about that intro there. Sour and savory, huh? Listen, Kyle. Both <laughs> both, both, <laughs> both of those descriptions sound perfect. <laughs> you, my friend, are both of those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kelton, what the fuck do we got on the agenda today, man? Hit us with it. All right, so. I decided we're going to check out some uh, conspiracy theories and just general weird shit out to start off this episode because we have Kyle here and Kyle's just a great, just great bouncy ball to throw around these topics. (laughs) Oh my God. What? Kyle. Motherfucking bouncy ball boy. (laughs) Kyle's a bouncy ball. Kyle. You're a lot of things today, man. You're a lot of things. <laughs> All right. He's a sweet and, you know, he's a sour and savory bouncy oh, ball. Yeah. So, okay. So I had a, so how I did this was I, I looked up some videos on conspiracy theories. I went to some reddits for conspiracy theories and wow, let me just tell you, I sorted through a lot of anti-vax material <laughs> to, to get to where I, to where I got. Um, so from those, I just I pulled out two kind of weird ones that stuck out to me. The first one is the the Trader Joe's conspiracy about their parking lots being small. Now, one part of this conspiracy that says that they seek out or build parking lots that are smaller than normal parking lots, or smaller than what they should need, so they seem busier than they are. And another one was saying that they they uh, they build small parking lots to cut prices down so that their food is more more affordable then this one i don't this one was just i don't know there's a lot of plot plot holes in this conspiracy theory but this one spoke to me because i do not go to trader joe's because the parking lot is fucking hell and it's always busy as hell so whether that is forced by trader joe's um (laughs) like backroom schemes backroom schemes or uh or not, I, uh, this one, I felt this one. It's all, well, and how do you, it's all a part of the plot, man. How do you feel about this one, Kyle? <laughs> that one sounds completely beneficial to, like, all the people. Like, I mean, if you think about it from an inside, inside point of view, I mean, if they keep the shit small so they can keep prices low and Trader Joe's normally keeps, like, you know, fair trade, all organic, like, locally sourced, well, not necessarily locally sourced, but they, they, they have a lot of, like, good produce and or stuff i guess yeah, that yeah. is more that is more morally okay than just buying stuff at your local you know costco or safeway or whatever and then if they keep <clears throat> the parking lot small to make it seem like it's busier that means when you go in it won't be packed and there won't be you know 40 person long lines with three cashiers working so I feel like it benefits like shoppers all around if those two things are actually true. And yeah. 
I mean, it'd be really nice and a really refreshing uh, taste to hear about a conspiracy theory that helps people. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, I was going to say, like, every time I go into a a Trader Joe's here, actually, on that front of, like, oh, you know, being super busy and there's three cashiers, like, almost every time I go into a Trader Joe's, there's, like, multiple cashiers working. Like, there's, like, a lot of people on staff. Like, I've never been in there when it was, like, there's, like, not enough people working for how many people are in the store type of deal yeah no that's a that's a fucking conspiracy theory all of it in and of itself dude (laughs) don't even want to get into that fucking winco and walmart having like fucking 36 lanes and three cashiers working at any (laughs) given time don't get me with that shit and then you come around black friday and instead of three they have like four and they're like oh shit we upped our we We upped our our so that we can handle the lines 25 percent up but that's just classic fucking trying to cut down on hours fucking bullshit oh my god yeah fuckers yeah um i don't know how i feel about this man like i will say one thing though across the board every fucking trader joe's i've been to the parking lot sucks ass true (laughs) terrible their parking lots i like it has to be you know what i mean like (laughs) it has to be planned because of how consistent it is like you don't get that kind of consistency just just by chance i don't think at least or maybe they just go with like they're like we're only gonna put attention into the store and they're like we don't give a fuck about the parking lot <laughs> they're, like, they're like all the work goes into the store and they're like yeah we'll just let somebody else like paint the lines and like whatever you know whatever happens out here is fine like we're not gonna worry about that we're just gonna build the store and like people can park wherever they find room like, I don't what, know. What, <laughs> I don't know what if they just like what if they just look at like try and find all the you know like interesting lots that nobody else is bidding on and they you know go to bid on these lots because they are complicated and it just happens to be you know what mm. the owner of the company or the ceo of the company yeah had in mind like Fair. buy up the cheap realty that's that nobody not, wants yeah that nobody wants yeah that's a really good uh, that's a really good point yeah, and I I I feel like that would be the most likely reason because money just drives everything like at the core. I feel like so. I'm with you, Kyle. I'm with you. It's a possibility. Yeah. What's this next conspiracy All coming? Right. What's the next on the list? Thanks. Next one, and this one, I found this one on Reddit, and this one, uh, strap in, folks. Strap oh, I in. should I should say the, the last in. one I found was on a YouTube video, uh, but this one. By user RCC12697. The title is Burger King Has Mob Ties. And I'm just going to read through what this user wrote. Have you actually met anyone who likes Burger King? Every time I drive past the Burger King, it's completely empty. And everyone I know have everyone I know have eaten Burger King, but admit they only have it maybe once every couple of years. It's known to be less popular than other fast food joints like McDonald's and Wendy's. However, it's still been surviving for decades. Not only that, but there's so many more commercials for Burger King compared to other competitors. And, for some reason, they're always the ones who show up in pop culture. Transformers? Burger King. 127 Hours? Burger King. Pulp Fiction? Burger King. In Iron Man, Tony Stark wants an American cheeseburger. When he comes back, he's a billionaire. He could have any cheeseburger he wants, and he has a crappy chain like Burger King. There's something fishy going on there. Now, there's a lot of things to dissect here. Um, first off, 127 hours I don't think is very significant in a larger grand <laughs> vision of pop culture. Um, <laughs> and, like, outside of just Burger King, I wondered this every time I see any 
business that you never see anyone ever there yeah. all the time, anytime, ever, all the time. It's empty. It's like, what? Dude, there's so many places around that I see in town. I'm like, I've never seen anyone go there. Yeah. Never seen, like, the fucking neener, neener, wiener place or whatever. It's like, how are these places <laughs> staying open? I can't believe fucking that was the place you dropped. That's such a good example because you're you're absolutely <laughs> right. I've never I don't who I don't know who goes there. Like I don't even know that many people that like sauerkraut, and that's like one of their main fucking things. That neener neener wiener. But then I guess like outside of just money laundering on a small term scale, they're pointing out how Burger King has a lot of large ad placements. Yeah. For their mafia ties. Uh, Dude. What's your poll, Kyle? I mean, I don't, I wouldn't, I don't know anything about that. If this guy wants to think that they have mob ties, that's all fine by him. I, they, I will say, yeah, they do have a lot more advertising than most other uh, fast food. But if, from what I've seen, like a lot of the other fast food companies have kind of taken to social media instead of, you know, just your standard commercials. Like Wendy's doing the whole fucking Twitter clapback shit. And, you know, having like internet wars with McDonald's and I guess, I guess, you know, with Burger King a couple of years ago, but dude, speaking on the freaking restaurants you, with the money laundering, I can't believe you didn't go for the freaking biggest example, bro. Alex, you know which one I'm thinking of? I have an idea. <laughs> you, you have an idea, dude. You freaking know. Is it a fast food restaurant that you're thinking? No, no, no. It's a restaurant just a regular restaurant yeah are we like allowed to name drop is that like legal i don't think it matters okay i mean just like what happens if they like hear it and they're just like fucking you know send their mafia over to us and they're like oh better I mean, shut their shit in down. that case we're dead like i mean look that's... at the top of the outline devin name dropped fucking full <laughs> criminals that's true dude no fucking sadigis dude oh oh okay you're talking bellingham okay sorry i thought you were talking about like a, a chain restaurant Okay. No, no, no. Freaking Sadigis. <laughs> that place. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was talking to I was talking to one of our coworkers, and she said the one time they walked in there to see what it was all about, the one they walked in, someone came to seat them, and they watched a waitress walk by, drop silverware on the ground, pick it up, and just put it back on the tray and set the table with it. <laughs> It's just like it's supposed to be like a fancy steakhouse or some shit. And if you look it up on Google, I think it's got like a, I think it's got like a four and a half star rating. But I have never seen their parking lot with more than like two cars in it ever. Yeah. Or like, oh man. Yeah. Yeah, I've never heard of this place. It's uh, it's on Lakeway. It's right, right across the street from Fred Meyer. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right across the street from Lakeway Fred Meyer. That little restaurant on the corner of the stoplight that's just been open forever. Oh, dude. My, uh, I worked with this guy that said he, he told me that he eats there once a month because they always get his order wrong. So it's really fun to order something and then be surprised by what you get. And they've never once brought him what he ordered. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, how did, how did they stay in business? Oh my God. So he takes his, he takes his dates there to see if they have a good sense of humor and can handle like getting a wrong order he was telling me this whole story about this what and i was just staring fuck? at him like that's crazy this is such a weird guy oh my god <laughs> i would what the fuck oh my god let's like let's see how this 
date handles getting their order wrong if I you like this person or not. You go on a first date, <laughs> and the person that you go on your first date with takes you to this weird, run-down, <laughs> creepy restaurant that nobody else is going to. Like, you go on a Friday night to a restaurant, it's like a steakhouse <laughs> restaurant, and, and there's nobody inside. And you order a fucking fettuccine Alfredo, and then they deliver you a shrimp scampi, and your date's just intently watching your facial expressions. <laughs> you start to get mad, and then he judges you and thinks that you're not worthy. Like <laughs> He starts laughing. Like, you don't think this is comedic? You got the wrong dish. Don't you see the comedy? <laughs> Same man who I watched eat a steaming hot tower of fucking onion rings in, like, under one minute. So, like... I can't even imagine, dude. Holy oh shit, my. dude. My lord. His dates must be like, like the dates must be wild. <laughs> you know, like, what the fuck is that guy doing, man? <laughs> but all right, moving into this next thing. This is not a conspiracy theory. We, this, we're actually at, we're out of conspiracy theories and we're into oh, it. Oh, we're out of conspiracy theories? Dude, try me. I got conspiracy theories out the ass stop it kyle we don't need to go down this rabbit hole dude still save them for a future episode we got some uh we got some robots we need to talk about about today or yesterday someday in the past someday uh sometime tesla elon musk announced tesla robots are coming called tesla bots these things are built to do dangerous boring or repetitive tasks they're going to be 5'8 weigh 125 pounds they can carry 45 pounds, deadlift 150 pounds. They go five miles per hour. Elon Musk said jokingly that you can overpower them, probably. Um, <laughs> there. I like how it just says friendly. Um, <laughs> and like, oh man, there's something else. They have dojo training. I thought that was really interesting. But yeah, they're going to implement all the tech they have for like their Hold self-driving on, car. Run that back real quick. Hit a little... <laughs> Re-fucking it wide? says under... What? Dojo AI training? for general purpose robotics. They have dojo training under there. What does that mean? Like like kung fu? Are you saying? Doesn't really elaborate very much. <laughs> it just says it has dojo training, auto labeling, simulation and tools, FSD hardware, neural net planning, multi cam video, neural networks. Let's not be mistaken, so, ladies and gentlemen. This is <laughs> the Matrix. All right, these robots are like Neo sitting down in the chair. All right, Tank is loading them up with the information. These robots are waking up like I know kung fu, you know. All right, we're all more. No, dude, this is reminding me way more. Okay, this kind of (laughs) unrelated, but I whenever I used to come over to your house as a kid, I feel like nine out of ten times, I robot was playing on the TV, and this is what I picked up from this. It reminded me a lot of I robot. Absolutely, absolutely. I I, the only relation to the Matrix was the kung was was the dojo training. But yeah, they said I the prototype's gonna be ready next year. They'll be able to get your groceries for you. Wow. Fuck that! Wow, Kyle, you don't like this? God. Fuck that! Absolutely not. Long-term vision is to replace most labor workers and re- and support universal income. Wow, yo! Except right. for that's never how it's gonna work out. You don't think so? Oh hell no, dude! I'll just fucking replace all this shit, and then we'll just send you know twenty million more people on unemployment, and then blame the economy, and then blame all the lazy people that don't want to work. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, if we're not already doing a UBI, we're not going to do a UBI once all the jobs can be done by a robot. They're they're already kicking everybody to the curb. Why would they help them once all the jobs can be done without them? I mean, all right. Like, part of me agrees with you, and like. 
part of me is of the opinion that uh, government's probably never going to be in that type of like in that type of light. Like they're never going to actually be wanting to like fully help the people. At least like that's how I feel about the U.S. government. But like I also know that like. I don't know. Times change. Things change. Fucking like we're moving forward and we're moving forward at a weird rate. You know, like we don't know what the fuck is going to be happening even in the next 10 years. Right. Like even like, like, I don't know, like shit, shit's just wild, bro. Like, so I, I, I agree with you, but I also think that there's possibility for other routes to manifest. I feel like there is, this is like, this could be a big step towards dystopia or a big step towards utopia. Yeah. And like, that, dude, you just have to like just, see what, which one wins. You, you just, you just <laughs> really put like what I was feeling into some fucking perfect wording. But w- wait, hold up, hold up. Isn't it a, isn't there a famous quote that there like, you can't have utopia without dystopia because is, is there, it? there's always going to be a group of unincluded people that are not part of the utopia. And that is the dystopian part of reality. Or, or that reality at least. Mm. Like, I mean, uh, what's that? What's that one fucking anime? I know you guys both have seen it, where the you're there in like the floating city, and uh, you get dragged. You got like a number or some shit. It's how many? It's how, it's what like what age they live to, and like once you hit that number, you get dragged by the creepy hands into the ground, and it literally just pulls them like to the <laughs> earth's like surface down below. What? I have and not seen what you're talking to be, about. Like, no, know. it's actually a really good one. I can't remember what it's called off the tip of my tongue. Damn, but you're going to have it, to find that because that sounds wild. I have not seen that, though. It was... Oh, wait. It was it was Plunderer. That's why I don't remember it because I kind of blocked that one out. It's a little... I remember why now. It's a little It's a little gross. So there's yeah. probably, probably going to be some parts that you might want to skip across is basically okay. what we're getting at I'll, here. I'll but, put it this way. If you if you are an anime fan and, you, and you've watched... Um, you know, fucking, oh, what's the what's the one? They get put in the video game. They get locked in the game. Sword Art Online. Sword if you watch Sword Art Online and really didn't like the end of the, the second season or the end of the first season or really the end of the third season really either, it was not <laughs> it was not visually as bad as that, but it's still just, yeah, it's not very, it's not okay. Yeah. Uh, Concept, last, cool. Last, Execution, not cool. Yeah. Last question for you guys before we get into the normal episode business if you had the option if you were given the option given the opportunity to go to mars one way trip you're no, not returning would you take the off, offer up nope what like right now nope. or like what do you what, what kind of question is that like I'm, like I'm a big nope right now yeah hell no i'm a big nope in general honestly i don't know what the fuck's I'm out a, there i'm a i'm a hard yes like Dude, to be like the first colonist, like you got to be responsible for setting up the freaking oxygen generators, bro. Yeah. No, I've I've been saying this for years now. If I was given the opportunity to go be part of the labor force that set down the groundwork for the Mars colony, and I had no way of returning, and I could even and I, even if the option was you can only go by yourself, I would go, hands down, without like thought. I was I'm going, dude, because like. For me, like, just thinking of, like, just as as my, just as my experience as a human, uh, being part of the human race, to be part of that next step for our race, where we expand to another planet, being part of that step, 
as a human just fills me with such a sense of like excitement and <laughs> like you said responsibility like i would absolutely jump at the chance to do that dude like full-heartedly i but that's so surprising like this, for me dude. things like yeah. things like this tesla bot is what worries me that there won't be as many um seats available for uh the non upper class elite because if things like this are successful the upper class elite will not need a workforce and they can essentially leave the planet and profit off the apocalypse and be like bye because i don't know if human the way humans work from my point of view the rich are going to profit off the planet to its death and then leave I mean that's kind of what I expect to happen. So I don't know. Yeah. But even out, even outside of like jumping off a sinking ship, just the, like like I was saying, just the excitement of being part of the humans to colonize another planet. Like it feels like I don't know. It's just a weird like <clears throat> weird uh, weird thought process I have behind that. But I I would I would 100% be on board. That's so surprising to me to hear you say. Like, Why? As your reasoning, because I because I'm remembering a conversation that we had when you like were talking about how, like at the core of every human subconsciously is like this desire to like reproduce and forward like the like further uh, existence of the species, right? And like all this shit, and like how you're like I don't fuck with it, and like blah 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 blah. Like and yeah, just blah, like blah. I'm just remembering that fucking conversation. I don't and I don't know if you remember that conversation or like making those points. This, uh, from like what I'm trying to say is it's less related to furthering humankind and more sourced in exploring un like uncharted. explored land. Yeah, yeah, yeah like uncharted, uncharted territory, yeah. being part of the first like yeah, I feel frontier like people. You know, and I don't think. As in in the modern century that we live in, there's not very many opportunities to be like exploring a frontier. True. You know, very like true. like there. I'm not saying there. There. I mean, there's different types of frontiers you could be exploring. Oh, yeah. You know, like. Oh, yeah. But, th- like in terms of like I don't know, just like very I guess basic exploration and like uncharted lands, like you said. Uh, that this this seems like one of the biggest ones that we are approaching slowly as a race. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, I would say, though, on the counterpoint, um, if we do end up developing these Tesla bots, there's definitely no way you're going over for a workforce, because why would they waste money on supporting <laughs> a human life, sending it to exactly. Mars, and they could just send a freaking pod full of robots, 400 Tesla bots to go build their shit in, like, a week. Exactly, yeah. But, like, and, uh, I, get, I definitely get what you mean about them, like, letting the planet die off and profiting off it all the way and then just leaving when it's dead. That definitely sounds about, like, what's going to happen. Yep. I forget what I was watching recently that reminded me of that. Um, it, oh, man. I forget. It was, like, the Richard... Oh, actually, no, I was reading a book. It's, like, a fantasy novel, but in the novel, the one of the characters commented on how, like, of course, there's greedy people that are going to profit off the apocalypse all the way to the end even if it means that they'll die because like they're just fueled by greed and i was like i mean that makes sense i feel like that's just what's gonna happen yeah. regardless that's most a, that's a, that's interesting. 
I would say fucking most people would sell the weapon that would blow their house up if it gave them ten million dollars. Yeah. Like, that's just there's yeah, it's too much. Everything is motivated by money and greed. Yeah. Yeah, it's inter- it's interesting. Uh, my only like, I I'm like, I'm like, I partially agree with you guys that like that seems feasible that seems probable uh likely but i also like my like one hope i guess in the opposition of that thought is that somehow there could be like a shift in mindset and i don't know like what what it would take i don't know <laughs> you know like i don't know what it would take like type of deal like like and I, I feel like however, whatever it would look like, I feel like it would have to be that, you know, like greed, like wouldn't be able to survive in the culture that would, that would, you know, be what I'm talking about, you know, like, like there would be no, like you, you wouldn't have the ability to like amass a crazy amount of, of like wealth or like, you know, like hoard, you know, like you wouldn't even have the ability to do that. Right. Like, um, like greed would be like made obsolete almost like in like a way like in like if <laughs> you know like that's like the only way that i feel like it could happen or it could work like which like you know <laughs> could greed could greed be erased is there a system that could make it so greed would be erased uh, you know like i don't think so but i also am like not a fan of just throwing hope to the wind so like fuck it you know I guess it is Fuck nice it. to have a little bit of faith somewhere. It's time to go to Mars. <laughs> yeah. No, but for if I'm being honest, I've, uh, I've everyone I've ever talked to you about like the opportunity to go to Mars, no one has ever uh, like agreed with me or been like pro going. Yeah. So I fo- I totally like understand it. I've I mean, I'll of, support like, you, bro. Uh, Send me a postcard. Get him. Like. Yo, dude, I'll go on like the <laughs> freaking I'll, like same. I'll, I'll go on like the you know. Two, two Once it's three, established, yeah, two, two <laughs> or three years down the line, like I'm not gonna be one of the first people that you know friggin' hooks their air tube on a rock and has their eye blo- eyeballs explode. <laughs> <laughs> some shit, dude. I'm not looking to be that guy. I get, I get to Mars <laughs> when I'm like 35. I find Kelton in the grave. <laughs> eyeballs are exploded. Eyeballs exploded. He's the first one to trip on a rock. Classic cold, uh, clear cut case of eyeballs exploded. <laughs> cracked his helmet and blew those we, eyeballs wide open. <laughs> we leave his body there as a cautionary reminder on all those. It's like fucking Mount Everest. <laughs> uh, but all right, let's get let's get into the the normal stuff we have for this episode. Uh, Candyman is coming out this Friday. The horror movie. I feel like it's a remake or a continuation of an older series. That's some Candyman. Candyman. I don't even know what the uh, fuck that is. Yeah, yeah. Can you say say his name five times from the mirror. Oh, one of those. Um, one of those. One of the, like Hold Bloody up. Mary the, or something. The new yeah. Candyman movie. The twenty twenty one. Yeah, it wasn't okay. I'm man. What am I? Okay, no. So, for some reason, oh yeah, okay. The Jordan, the screenplay was by Jordan Peele. This is the one that I was thinking of that I was trying to find. I was trying to talk about the other day. I thought it was to you, Kelton, that I was saying Jordan Peele made a new horror movie that I couldn't remember what it was, and we were going through the list and we we're like us, and I was like no, and then there was the no, one. No, that, that wasn't had, me. 
Oh, it wasn't you? Okay. Well, yeah, he he was behind the screenplay of this new 2021 20, Candyman. He wasn't the director or producer. Oh, wait, he was a co-producer. Yes. Okay, that's yeah. that's all I wanted to say. Jordan yeah. Peele is co-producing. Jordan, yeah. And that's the good to know. He did the screenplay. That's awesome. And the I just, yeah. I literally just watched Us. I saw it when it first came out in theaters, but I just watched it again last week because my uh, partner hadn't seen it. And I, I don't, have either of you guys seen Us? I have not. No, no. Dude, she was getting so fucking scared. Like, she did not want to look at the screen. She started, like, screaming at me and getting pissed at me yeah, to, like, okay. turn it off. And I'm like, I was like, dude, it's not that bad. And we ended up getting through it. Okay. But she was, like, pissed. She was like, I hate that movie. I never want to watch it again. And, like, when I first saw that movie, I didn't think it was as scary as his first one. I was like, okay, I mean, it's kind of scary. It wasn't too bad. But through her eyes, I was like, damn, I guess this movie really fucking packs a punch. Yeah, I mean, look, it, uh, I'm not, you know, I'm just looking at little images from the film. And this shit looks creepy. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But <laughs> speaking of movies that people never want to see again, I feel that way about Mother, and Mother wasn't a scary movie. I don't ever want to see I've seen Mother like four times now. Yeah, well, you know, you are... Uh, we saw that in theaters, dude. That was like people are walking out of the theater. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I ever I saw feel that like one. I think that I was know, one of the only know. movies I've been in. Maybe the only one where people walked out of the theater in the middle of it. Like a, more than just one. I walked out of the theater with my dad during the ruins. We both walked out of that together. <laughs> you ever seen that movie? No. <laughs> I've never heard of that movie. You've never dude. heard of that movie, dude. Dude, the ruins. <laughs> man. Check that shit out, dude. Watch that. You want to watch a horror movie? It's only an hour and a half. Not even a big commitment. Dude, Mother, though, I recommend it, dude. It's a fucking cool movie. It's a cool movie. Not a cool movie, but, you know, if you want to get dude. impressed. No, I'm just kidding. You that might movie like is a massive analogy. It's so cool. Yeah, it's so cool. You get to see... I'm not even going to mention what you get to see because of how <laughs> fucking graphic and fucked up it is. Like, ah, no thanks, mate. Dude, it doesn't pull any punches. Oh. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. The first trailer for Call of Duty... The new Call of Duty, 2021's Call of Duty, Call of Duty Vanguard, <laughs> has dropped. Jesus. This is coming out November 5th, Call of Duty. Call, Call of Duty. Duty, Call of Duty. <laughs> it's being developed by Sledgehammer Games, but Treyarch is doing the zombies side of the game, which I thought was really cool. They're coming in to help um, continue the Dark Ether story from Cold War. So I guess, like, I don't know. I like the idea of Treyarch. Can, like helping on the next Call of Duties to continue their zombie shit so there actually feels like there's some cohesion on the survival side of Call of Duty because up to this point, each studio like does their own spin on the zombies or whatever alien mode or whatever it is and sometimes it can kind of be like frustrating to go from one to the next. Yeah. Um, sure. But if they have Cherk working in tandem with these other studios to continue the storyline, I think that's pretty cool. Um there's gonna be it's gonna launch with 20 maps. They're bringing back uh, 2v2 modes that's been popular in the last two, and of course, Call of Duty Warzone will change now to be Vanguard themed, like it did for Cold War. So, 
uh, Warzone continues to be Call of Duty's Battle Royale that will adapt and evolve with whatever the current Call of Duty is, which I guess is pretty cool as well. That's cool. Um, I, th- I think it's cool that then, they're, uh, they're trying to continue the story and make cohesion. That's sick. Like, I don't know. that. I feel like some of that was going on with Black Ops back in the day. And especially, like, maybe it was just because they were using the same characters for multiple zombies in a row. But uh, well, those are all Treyarch games: Black Ops One, Black Ops Two. This is like a different studio's Call of Duty that they're coming in and helping because they did the last one. I see. Yep. Well, that's sick. I support it. Was cool. Yeah, it's the only like I honestly this was like I was like I'm probably not gonna buy this Call of Duty because I just like have a lot of other games I'm playing. If I want to play FPS, I'll play Apex. But I was like, okay, it has zombies. Like, that's actually a little bit tempting. I don't know. I, the current zombies has also kind of lost my interest, though. So, I don't know. I'll probably watch. Wait and see. Uh, yeah. One thing I thought was kind of interesting about this Call of Duty is they're bringing back the swastika. Um, this is worth noting because the last World War II Call of Duty, um, titled World War II, they took it out? Censored the, yeah, they censored it. They changed it to, um, like, a cross. And uh, wow. this is because... They like, um, I don't remember where their reasoning. I think they just didn't want to have swastika in their game. Huh. Um, but one like side effect of this is whenever there's a swastika in a game, it, it's banned in Germany. So yeah. Germany yeah. can't play online with the other players if the swastika is in the multiplayer mode, um, unless a pr- unless the game gets approved by the government. Wow. Um, so. Because they brought the swastikas back, Germany players might get alienated. Sad, um, but sad face for the German yeah, players out there. I, I'm kind of torn on this because it's like, on one hand, censoring the swastika at some level feels wrong to me because I don't know. It's just like a weird way of not acknowledging history. Like Nazis were real, Nazis are still real, and I feel like it's important to know. But then maybe. Maybe Call of Duty doesn't need to be the medium that you know about that in because it is kind of very arcadey anyway. So maybe yeah. it doesn't matter if swastikas are in that game or not. Um, yeah, I feel so. Like, I don't know. It. Yeah, I man, it's interesting. Like, I, I feel you. Um, I part of my 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 initial feeling, right? What I was going to reply to you right off the bat, what I felt like I was going to say was like maybe the swastikas are important only for the campaign part right where you're only it's only trying to tell you and put you into a story that takes place in that time frame right because when you're playing the multiplayer let's be honest nobody right like massive percent of players all right nobody's like getting into the multiplayer and being like hell yeah i can't wait to feel immersed in this world war Two. like i can't wait to feel like i'm in world war Two fighting these other people like it, that's not what it feels like. You're right. It feels arcadey. It feels like they, they fucking you, drop shot and Halo jump and teabag yeah, you. Like, exactly. <laughs> like you're not like no quick scope. Quick scope you. Like, yeah, nobody's thinking like I can't wait to feel like I'm in World War Two, right, in multiplayer. But in campaign, there's a lot of people out there who play campaign the you know Call of Duty campaigns and shit for that reason, like Battlefield campaigns and like shit like that. Um, so my initial reaction was to say that maybe it's important for those things, but. On the other hand, your point about like Call of Duty isn't necessarily the medium that people need to be 
learning and or introduced to and or seeing those symbols like I like I don't know because Call of Duty just doesn't explain fucking anything to you right like it doesn't there's no like there's no explanation really of like what Nazis are within Call of Duty correct me if I'm wrong I haven't played all of the Call of Duty campaigns I've only played some of them but they don't go into great depth about <laughs> who the Nazis were and what they fucking did so for you to just like for there to be a game that's throwing you know millions and millions of kids are just seeing these symbols nonstop right like it's like okay maybe that's not the best thing because there's no there's no frame of reference there's no dialogue about what these symbols are who it, who it's attached to and what it actually means and like the harm that it caused so it's like yeah maybe it's not the best thing right like you're saying like it's the game's arcadey it doesn't fucking you don't need to be learning about or like it's not the place to be learning. There's no learning taking place at all, right? Like you're just playing a game. So you don't why do you need to have a Nazi symbol in it? Yeah, it's like you're only going to learn as much from Call of Duty as you'd learn from like fucking saving Private Ryan yeah. in the campaign, if, you know, yeah, like it's not a history lesson. Exactly. Um, it's not what even what it's meant to be exactly. But yeah, totally agree with you. Uh, next up on our list, I want to talk about 12 Minutes. This is a recent game that came out. Um, I'm really excited to play this game. I've been hearing pretty good things about it. It's like a gameplay loop, kind of like Groundhog's Day, where uh, <laughs> you're stuck. You're stuck. You're stuck in this day where every time you wake up, you're with your wife, and a cop eventually arrives and arrests you and your wife, and then kills you both. And you have to try to find out what's going on. Why is my wife trying to? like why is this cop trying to arrest my wife and like i don't know navigate to the end there and like through each loop you learn new things new parts of the story new hints on what to do next uh and the cool part about this game is it's the the wife is voiced by daisy ridley the main character is voiced by james mcavoy and the cop is voiced by william defoe so you just uh play time averages five to eight hours and you're just going on loops until you figure out what goes on and uh for me, I'm really excited for this. I'll probably pick it up and play it over the next week, hopefully. But I don't think anyone else is excited Kyle, for this game here. Kyle, Kyle, can you tell me, can you tell us, tell us all, <laughs> me, Kelton, and the rest of the Sweet Peas, what do you think oh about this game? Just lock and load Kyle. Lock and load uh, Kyle. Honestly, have very few opinions on it. It does not look like it anything that i would probably play it's <laughs> something that looks like would come up on my steam queue and i would skip over but that's oh, just because yeah. it's not my style of game really yeah. i'm not that's very fine. much top down person i do like you know uh progression like the the groundhog's day loop thing kind of intrigues me and i think it's kind of neat and if they would have done it in uh different stance i might have enjoyed it but i don't know i think that one's probably gonna be a miss for me i am i have not played a top-down game in so long i am kind of curious what that's gonna be like probably report back later we okay i just want to say for the sweet peas we watched we watched a bit of a gameplay trailer about this game what's the name of the game again Kelton? 12 minutes 12 minutes all right if you like top-down, if you like story games, maybe this is for you. 
but just a little a little warning. Like he said, you fucking have to watch a cop show up to your house and fucking murder either your wife or you multiple times in a row to get to the end of the story and find out what's going on. So you're really just watching murder after murder after murder after murder for those who don't want to play a game that involves that. Yo, it's a little warning for you. You can even... You can even find a gun, kill the cop, kill your wife, and kill yourself in one of the loops. There you go. All right. So that this might interest some gamers and might deter a bunch of others. I'm one of those that uh, it's deterring. I don't fucking want to play this game at all. Kelton's excited. It's called Kelton. It's called Twelve Minutes because every gameplay loop is ten twelve minutes long. Twelve minutes long. Twelve minute gameplay loops. Twelve minute murders. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kyle, I, Kyle, murders. Man, I'm fucking skipping way past this game, but uh, you know, Kelton. For those of you out there who are excited, Kelton's <laughs> on your side. Kelton's ready to play this with you. <laughs> Last game on our list. Actually, there's two things I want to cover. First, Halo Infinite just announced today that they will not have co-op campaign or Forge ready by launch, um, and they're just. Heads down, trying to finish everything else. This is really bummed me out because my Halo com- campaigns, I prefer to play in co-op, and I love fucking around in Forge. But, I mean, hopefully they come out at some point. <laughs> Next up, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Got a new gameplay trailer. It's like the new open-world Pokemon game. We'll probably talk about this more as it as it dawns closer. It's coming out January yeah. 28, 2022. One thing that stuck out to me is just fucking, besides how shitty it looked, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that the fucking Pokemon attack your fucking human character. Like, the fucking nightmare of a bear running after your character. Like, yeah. I guess I never I never really thought about this, you know? Like, you're playing a Pokemon game, a fucking Pokemon attacks you, you know? Your Pokemon's immediately out, ready to fight. But in this one, just running around, dodge rolling out of the way of a fucking bear... <laughs> Or some massive monster shooting its fucking attacks at you. It's like, damn, dude, the Pokemon world's probably fucking horrific to live in, man. Like, yeah. traversing between towns is deadly. True, um, dude. All the yeah. games before just, like, sugarcoated it. They're like, yeah, you always have your Pokemon to defend you, buddy. Don't worry. Now it's yeah. like, yeah, your Pokemon KOs, you're getting killed. Dude, fucking <laughs> walking <laughs> through that yeah. forest... That's always at the beginning of every Pokemon game, like right after the first gym leader. You always got to go through a forest. Right. Dude, that shit be f- fucking hanging with like weeping bells and bell sprouts and shit, just like Left making their right, creepy dude. ass faces at you, sprinkling stun spore powder all yeah, over you. Just dude, they're paralyzed. creepy, weird looking, man. I don't want to go near them at all. Caterpies. And, and then you got like fucking yeah. haunters and Gengars and Ghastlies that can literally just fucking haunt your dreams. You should have called like, them grossies, bro. They're fucking grody grodies, dude. I don't want to go near any of them. Po- dude, po- Alex has like zero Pokemon experience outside Pokemon Go. Hey. Dude, you Pokemon? <laughs> you talking about that Grossimon? Grossimon? Hey, I watched Pokemon when I was a kid, all right? I had a fuckload of pokemon cards don't <laughs> fuck with me you bro <laughs> don't at me bitch don't at me bitch all right look i know about pokemon okay i don't know about the new school i'm not educated on that but you know i was in there i was in there all right no nah, i don't know that much about pokemon but this game <laughs> looks like it's probably gonna be a decent time uh 
personally, I didn't think it looked like shit. Kelton really thinks it looks like shit. All right, like Kelton was like, we were all watching the trailer together. All right, this is what we do here at the Sweet Peaceful. Uh, Kelton thinks it looks like shit. Me and Kyle were like, oh, this, this doesn't look too bad. And Kelton just in the background just looks like fucking shit. <laughs> just Dude, fucking garbage. Like, just look at those fucking rocks. Yeah, he's like, look at those rocks. They look like fucking I'm, trash. <laughs> I know I'm going to play this. So it, for me, it's like you show up to work and it's like, oh, everything's going to shit. And it looks like really busy. And you're like, just like kind of like begrudgingly walking in to clock in. So like, that's kind of how I feel. It's like, okay, well, this doesn't look too good. I'm going to be attacked by bears. And I guess this is what I'm going to be going through. Why are you playing it then? Because it's a Pokemon game, dude. Because it's a Pokemon. I keep my head down. I keep my head down. I, I keep my head down. I play he those Pokemon Nintendo's games. Law. I haven't had fun on the last three Pokemon games I've played. <laughs> oh no, buddy. That's definitely a reason to buy a fourth. Are you okay? I'll keep going. <laughs> One thing I am. <laughs> One thing I do want to talk about is Star Wars Visions. Yes. Now we Hell talked yeah. about this. Yes. We talked about this before. We t- we talked about all the studios that they they picked for this. We did. But we finally, did. it has gotten its first trailer showcasing all these different types of animation, and it is a month away. It comes out next month, September twenty second. Now, dude, this looks sick. It looks absolutely nuts. I am so down for it and very here for it. Do you know if the whole uh, like series of all the different animations drops on the same day? Given that it's Disney Plus and they've never done that before, I'm gonna assume they're gonna go weekly. Ah, ah, see, and that that ah, that brings me back to the point that we were talking about while watching the trailer about how I kind of wish it was a cohesive story. If they're gonna release it week by week, it sh- should definitely be a cohesive story. Dude, I f- entirely feel you, specifically because I've been watching Marvel's What If, and uh, that it's all the same animation studio, but every story is unrelated to the next. Ugh. And it, it, I've been watching. It's coming out week to week. And like last week was, um, instead of Captain America, it was Captain Peggy. And then this week was what if T'Challa was Star Lord? And when every episode is unrelated to the next, there is no hype at the end of an episode. You know, going to the next, it's like, oh yeah, another one's coming out next week. But like it doesn't matter it's not related to what i just watched it's not there's no cliffhanger there's no characters i'm attached to that i'm gonna see again it's just kind of like oh i guess i guess i'll watch the next one yeah there's no development exactly yeah yeah i fully feel you on that however i do think because i did love uh love death and robots you know the whole both seasons sat down and watched them the day they came out immediately plowed through all the episodes in one sitting that blew my that shit blew my mind completely like why do we not have these animation studios doing our fucking like cartoons and shit these guys are wild yeah yeah I feel like that. they put some fucking work into those like little two five minute videos that first the was it the first or the second one where they did the the crazy like arena battles where they were controlling the first season yeah, that's first, like one of my favorite season, ones. Like, first, oh wait, first or yeah, first or second episode is what I meant to say. Sorry, um, like yeah, they were like controlling the the like uh, little f- the hybrid things with their brain, and they were doing like arena battles for money, dude. That the animation on that was insane. Yeah, that's definitely like one of the greatest episodes on that series. I was so impressed. 
But you reminded me that, like, I haven't seen all the episodes of Love, Death, and Robots because I've always cherry-picked which animation styles look, not, like, cool to me or what story plot line that'll, like, summaries sound cool. Mm-hmm. So maybe release on a weekly schedule, I might be more forced to watch every single episode, regard- even if I don't like the animation style. Because there was one animation style in this trailer that I wasn't a fan of because it was leaning more into the CG animation. Mm-hmm. But maybe if if it's the only new episode that week, I might just have to sit through it. That's fair. But, you know, I actually, I, I understand that. That's a fair point because, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of the exact opposite way. I mean, I didn't like a couple of the episodes from both seasons of Love, Death, and Robots, but I sat down and watched them all, like, regardless. Like, I don't know, you've put the, the guy with the blue, the blue guy. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure that was just the name of the episode. It was just like blue. And it was about like the guy who wrote a poem and it was like essentially just like a five or six minute long poem Uh about him talking about water or the sky or freedom. And he was uh, in the end of the episode. He's literally a pool vacuum. Like it's from the point of a pool vacuum. (laughs) (laughs) And like the animation style on that, I didn't, I was not a super huge fan. Reminded me of like the very early Powerpuff Girls intro. (laughs) <laughs> or like uh, Samurai Jack. Oh wow, yeah, I feel you. Yeah, I'm not a super but, big fan of that animation style. So. Yeah, it was just kind of just it, it was it was interesting. I'll say that, but it was it was kind of weird. Yeah. Well, I want to say something. Uh, you know, Star Wars Visions. Um, I haven't seen all of Love, Death, and Robots. I've seen like a few cherry-picked episodes, kind of like the same as you, Kelton, but I probably haven't seen as much as you have because um, I've, I've seen very few episodes. Um, but Star Wars Visions, this shit, watching the trailer, looked... It, it was so fucking sick, honestly. Like, I'm not a big fan of Star Wars. Star Wars is sick. Like, uh, there's, you know, I've... Every movie, every Star Wars movie I've seen, I've enjoyed... I'm just personally not like I don't dive into the lore. I'm not like a big I'm not a Star Wars like fan boy type deal, you know? Like that's just that. But this shit looks super sick regardless. Like Star Wars Visions, I'm going to be watching every episode of this. Like I literally will subscribe to Disney Plus to watch this because definitely hype. It looks fucking sick. Like it looks really really good. Um the animation styles look crazy and oh god extremely different like just definitely go watch the trailer you need to yeah 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 yeah. go check out the trailer like see the different they showcase a lot of the different animation styles in the trailer hopefully they didn't showcase all of them maybe there's one that you know maybe one or two that they didn't showcase um have a little bit of surprise wrapped in there but maybe not maybe whatever still the ones that we saw in the trailer super sick check them out september 22nd coming out this year Another sci-fi show. Last show I want to talk about is Foundation coming to Apple TV two days later on September 24th. This is like, I don't know, Kyle kind of said, commented when we were watching it that it kind of looked like Stargate and I was definitely picking up those vibes as well. And I feel like every few years there's like a big sci-fi in space TV show that comes out and I've never really hopped on one besides, I guess, Raised by Wolves, which that was great. This looks more, there's more characters in this. It, I guess it looks, it reminds me a little bit of the spaceship parts of the 100 in a way. But, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Uh, definitely, definitely. I, uh, 
I think maybe could have potential. Apple TV seems to be trying to break into the show market hardcore, and like they obviously put a lot of money into this based on just the big graphical set pieces we see in the trailer. Yeah. It looks interesting, that's for sure. I will say that. I mean, I get the the 100 vibes that you're putting off. Like, that. that is very accurate. It does look like that, but... I, I did initially think that it was a freaking Stargate trailer. Yeah, I was honestly, when you said that, I was like, I wonder if this is like a spinoff or a prequel to Stargate. But yeah. Foundation. Go watch the trailer if you're interested in a big spaceshipy action sci-fi, sci-fi thing. Um, I have a game set up for you guys. Woo. Woohoo. It's a parental advisory. Oh, again. Oh, my, my goodness. My video get, games. I'm going to get freaking wrecked again. Video games. All right. Oh, video game edition? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay. All I right. I get wrecked. You ready? Yeah. Let's we'll do it. Your character can get married in the game, but there's no sex. Skyrim. The game is Skyrim. Fucking <laughs> off the bat, Kyle. <laughs> I just remember, dude, that was like one of the first mods everybody was trying to find. was like, can I get my character naked? Can they have sex? <laughs> it needs to happen. <laughs> some, other, uh, sex, dude. some other uh, things parents left. For oh, I guess I should explain parental advisory. On IMDb, there's a there's pages for video games, and parents can leave little notes for other parents to read, and so they can so to help them decide whether or not they want their kids to play. It. Yeah. Uh, and some of them are kind of comedic, and some of them are kind of weird. Like um, during the game, you can unlock an ability to have higher level magic. That's one of the warnings. Perfect. You know, that's a great warning. I don't want my kid to unlock higher level magic. What the fuck is this? Nope. <laughs> there are no expli- explicit uses of drugs, and players are encouraged not to not use them. That's a lie, dude. You can freaking drink mead. Yeah, dude. Fucking, what's it called? Uh, <laughs> they steal it from the Khajiit. What do the Khajiit drink? Skooma. Skooma. There it is. If this game were a movie, it would be rated PG-13. True. I thought there was an announcement for Skyrim the movie a little while ago, but I could be very wrong. One side quest involves a child's death. This can be disturbing depending on the player. (laughs) Alright, next game. Alright. The main character tells an interrogator to kiss his ass. Uh, that's very vague. Hmm. Grand Theft Auto Five. No. I think I might need to hear the next hint. If enemies are shot with a crossbow, arrows are seen where you shot them. <laughs> what? Red Dead Redemption 2? Nope. 
crossbow, arrows, and an interrogator. This is such a that's a that's a combination. Twenty to thirty uses of the word bastard. So infrequent uses of pussy. Oh. Is it Fallout Four? <laughs> no. Is it a Call of Duty game? It is a Call of Duty game. Oh. I was going to say Black Ops 2 or 3. It is not Black Ops 2 or 3. Rest in peace. There's some scenes with smoking. Some of the good guys smoke, which could be a mixed signal for young kids. That's all of them. This is Cold War. <laughs> nope. Black Ops 1? It is Black Ops 1. Let's go! Dude, come on. I needed Mason. Dude, that's why I had to say main character. Um, on the Nintendo DS version, it's rated T. Is this the third one? No. That was oh. the last hint. Oh, okay, um, okay, okay. Next game. Some chosen dialogue options include flirting with the opposite sex. That's Fallout, baby. Which Fallout? <laughs> I mean, probably three New Vegas or four. Is Fallout 3. Well done, Kyle. Two points. Some side characters are addicted to drugs and alcohol. There are fairly frequent uses of fuck throughout the game. <laughs> if you shoot an enemy in the head, the head will explode with a gross squish sound with the he heaps of blood and chunks of brains and eyeballs <laughs> flying. Eyeballs Yummy. flying. All right. Watch out for Next eyeballs game. flying. Yeah. Game doesn't need to be played with firearms. It can be played only with melee combat. Uh, hmm. I mean, firearms could be like, that, could be like Red Dead, GTA, could be a Hunt, could be, nope. could be Halo, could be Call nope. of Duty. Yeah, it could be so many games. <laughs> In retrospect, the violence throughout the game's campaign is not sadistic, cruel, and or abhorrent. Wait, what? Hmm. Wait, wait, repeat that one? In retrospect, the violence throughout the game's campaign is not sadistic, cruel, and is abhorrent. It, is it Portal 1 or 2? <laughs> no. <laughs> is it Bloodborne? Nope. Oh my goodness. No firearms. Is is not sadistic or is sadistic? Is not. While okay. slitting Tahir's throat with his own machete, it shows blood oh. being sprayed on the wall. Rip. It's freaking dying light. It is dying light. <laughs> Excited for number two. I did not think that you guys were going to get that one. <laughs> Nah, so yeah, no, as soon as you said the na character's name. I, I just, dude, I don't remember any character's name from that game. I just replayed it, like, probably <laughs> three months ago, so I, I do have a vivid, I mean, the, the first two descriptions are just very, very, uh, could be applied to very many different games. Yeah. At a certain point in the story, you have to walk into this room, which is a dead dog on the table with his guts hanging out. Maybe disturbing and sad to some players. Next game. Yeah. Some uses of hell. What? 
Wait, what? I think you cut out. Some uses of hell. Some uses of hell. That's a. That's real big. That's a good hint. Next hint. No, no sex or nudity. However, some female characters do wear revealing clothing. Also, two characters me. share a kiss. Nope. Dude, you have sex that game. It's just full on shows it. Two characters share a kiss. Two characters a, share a kiss. A tender, loving smooch. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. Hmm. Hmm. That's intriguing. I wonder how many players or game characters kiss. During a boss fight, you blind a character, and later on he is shown with bandages over his eyes for the rest of the game. What the fuck? Oh, wait. Hold on. I don't think I know this game. I think I know this game. I'm just, I have to think. Um, bandages, it blinds. Okay, no. No, no, I don't got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I got you, though. <laughs> you did. Fucking solid got him. What the fuck is the next hand, dude? The player character is stabbed through the chest, the lightsaber from behind, midway through the game. Oh my god, Star Wars something, something, something. <laughs> That's a beautiful game. <laughs> Haven't played that one. That's my favorite one, one, actually. Star Wars <laughs> Battlefront. <laughs> Other Star Wars Battlefront. One character is perpetually drunk through the later portion of the game Kingdom Hearts uh, uh, <laughs> Wait, is this new game <laughs> I don't know Star Wars and Kingdom Hearts game this game is, other than Star Wars and lightsabers some of the lightsaber violence may scare younger children some of the enemies are large and can scare your younger children Darth Vader is menacing and always in one violent scene may scare younger children the whole game is very dark and depressing for younger children so, someone's no. very obsessed with younger children. <laughs> and protecting them. This is from too violent this, for younger this children. Game. This game. Brief cantina scene. Look, man. That's every hint. I don't know any Star Wars games. Kyle? Yeah, no, it's just it's Star Wars. That's it. It's a it's game came out in 2008. The 2008 Star Wars game? Sounds like Battlefront 2. <laughs> It's not Battlefront 2. <laughs> uh, is it called Star Wars The Force Unleashed? It is, dude! Oh, dude, I feel so good about that one. <laughs> good job, Alex. <laughs> Kyle's going to bring home that win with three out of five. Um, nice job, Kyle. That's Kyle. What's the prize? What's the prize? Yeah, what's the prize? Come Glory. Give me a gift card. Yeah, there's no uh, <laughs> there's no overall link this time. Give but, him uh, a gift those... card. To <laughs> <laughs> well, he's gonna need one now to get his pizzas during the breaks. That's true. That's true. Any round table gift card, please send them up to me. Uh, <laughs> Uh, for those who listened to last episode and were wondering what the link was between all of the movies, it was that they all came out in 2010. Forgot to mention that. Might as well mention it now. Yeah, thanks everyone for coming out and listening to us talk about uh, conspiracy theories and robots. Thank you, Sweet Peas. And thank you, Kyle. It was a pleasure to be here.
Call of Duty, the new Call of Duty, 2021's Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Call of Duty Vanguard, Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs>